Hello and welcome to Podcast on Purpose. This is your host, Debbie Adea, and we are going to be having some episodes coming out that are related to International Podcast Day. We did a live stream with a group of stellar podcasters where we shared the journey of podcasting together on September 30th, and we're going to be reposting some of those in audio format here on the podcast for you in case you missed it. If you would also like to go and watch the replay of the videos, you can come on over to the Pod Tribe on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Pod Tribe. Here we go with this episode on Podcast on Purpose. Our next guest up on International Podcast Day is Scott Carson. Scott Carson, aka the Note Guy. Scott Carson is the CEO of WeCloseNotes.com, an Austin, Texas-based real estate firm, and the host of the popular Note Closer Show podcast. He's been an active real estate investor and entrepreneur since 2002, focused on the niche of distressed mortgage and note industry since 2008. He has helped to create and educate thousands of other successful note investors who have closed on thousands of deals for their own portfolios through his different educational programs. He is a highly sought after speaker and podcast guest with hundreds of speaking appearances at conferences, real estate clubs, and networking events across the country. He has also been featured on many media outlets, including but not limited to Investors Business Daily, The Wall Street Journal, and Inc.com. And he spends his free time attending sporting events, concerts, and traveling to new places. He is one of my favorite people. I just adore Scott. I'm really excited to have him on the show today. So welcome, Scott. Debbie, thank you so much for having me honored and echo it right back at you. One of my favorite people out there. (laughs) It's a beautiful day. You're literally having an event with your favorite people. Isn't that just great about International Podcast Day? I mean, what is there, 30 of us that are on today? There's quite a few. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't counted, but we also have a cat co-host. You may hear some purring going on today. <laughs> Her name is Juniper. She's one of my favorite animals, but yeah, it's the best having, having your favorite people on to talk about one of your favorite topics and get to share something where we're celebrating it. It's fantastic. Right. Would you agree? Yeah, And this is the second day or second year in a row of celebration. You what, got what? running with this, which is great. <laughs> Uh, last year you were guests on our international podcast day, which is a lot of the icons and too, stuff like that. And Yes. Ultimately, it's a hundred plus thousand views on the videos and stuff like that. And I'm I'm excited that you're running with it because we're, you know, uh, doing something else. So it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Scott was the inspiration for this last year and we found out that he wasn't doing it this year. So Melanie, Melanie Benson, who um, is on today as well, she and I were talking about it and she's like, why don't you do the interviews and we'll set it up and we'll get the group back together again. So here we are. So thank you for that inspiration. And also if you like the images that you're seeing around, those are also compliments of Scott. We're using his templates <laughs> from last year. Hey, recycle. Fire sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> We want a green podcast here, okay? <laughs> Not new images, recycled images, all right? We reuse, rinse, and repeat. This is something else to keep in mind in your podcast and keep it simple, right? Keep it super simple. Yep. So I love your super niche with your show, and yet you're like doing amazing things with it, Scott. So can you talk a little bit about how you got into doing your podcast and how it ties into your business? Well, I will tell you this. I was a very, uh, when I started it, it's kind of a two sto- twofold story. Now I've been doing online videos and marketing and webinars since 2011 to my niche of real estate investors. And that's what note investing is, is buying distressed debt and mortgages and becoming the bank and trying to work that out. So I have a very niche show inside of the real estate community where there's a lot of generic broad real estate investment workshops or close or podcasts out there, but mine's very, very small niche. And so 
I started doing a Facebook Live November 1st, 2016. I thought when Facebook Live came out, you know, I have to give a little credit to Gary Vaynerchuk and then uh, Robert, uh, one of the Shark Tanks, and it was like, hey, video is great. You got to do video. You do, you know, it's like, okay, we'll do a, a Facebook Live every day and just be kind of a fly in the wall on what's going on. And we close notes, which is my parent company that I own. And we did 149 of those and it was productive and really kind of helped us build an audience. And I had a buddy of mine who is uh, not a really good friend of mine, Tom Hazard uh, with Potatize, who was doing a couple other uh, productions for myself and Mitch Russo's and uh, mm-hmm. uh, did Phoebe's for a little bit and Art Costello's and some other people out there that we all are friends with. And he came to me, he's like, Hey man, you're doing some great stuff. You should do a podcast. And all I'd heard from others as I was out was how much work it took to produce stuff. And I'm like, I don't have time to do all that work. I don't, I barely have enough time to edit my own YouTube videos with everything else we got going on. And he was like, no, we can do it all for you. I was like, what? Hang on a second. <laughs> what? I don't have to do any work. You know, I can just use zoom to do it and just shoot you the file and pay you to do it. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm like done. And so uh, August 21st is when we first released our first technical episode of the podcast. We had 149 Facebook lives and we just rolled straight into the note closer show. And now uh, fast forward two plus years since we started the podcast where I think we, I recorded episode five twenty uh, last night. Sometimes it's like this though. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. I love, I have my own noise machine here, but anyway, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm just talking out my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and sharing a little bit of this. Where do you get those, by the way? You have to tell us, because those are awesome. Those I just, awesome. I find them, like I found the easy button at, that was easy. You know, <laughs> CompuServe, and then I find these things in town. My favorite one is the 16 ways to say the F word, but we won't dive into that one right now. <laughs> but I found them, this one is the one that gets the most work, because I found this in San Francisco like six years ago. And it's still the original one that I have, and I love it. And it's, it's red, and what is it? What is it? Oh, the sound machine. The sound machine. You can pick them up for like ten bucks online. So Fancy. Maybe the next it. event, I'll buy like forty of them and bring them for the icons. And just I'm in. <laughs> but uh, you know, we we've been doing a lot, and it's just absolutely been amazing. I mean, we were over. Um, we have the main No Closure podcast. We've got another podcast for my coaching calls I do on Monday night, and then we also did a online summit um a couple times it's on there it's got over seventy five thousand downloads just for that little special series and then you know half a million downloads with the main stuff and uh it's also led us to being uh having uh, three shows that repeat twice a week on 17 a.m fm radio stations across the country that's resulting in roughly about five million listens per month and so wow. Uh, it just, it skyrocketed. I mean, we were already doing a really good job and owned my niche anyway, marketing wise, but now, uh, my niche is my bitch, as I like to say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it's funny in last, in last, uh, year we had actually my biggest competitor, I guess you could say, come to me and ask me to start doing his marketing for him. And, wow. um, that's, that says a lot. I mean, I'm doing me wrong. I've got a great team of people. I don't do it all myself. I could not do it all myself. And I've got amazing guests. You've been a guest on before. Um, we try to keep it very niche towards people in my industry, but we do add, you know, the, the business side, the entrepreneur side, the mindset side, because that's always people that are you know, business owners and entrepreneurs struggle with. So we, we, we try to keep it fun and lighthearted, as you can tell with the noisemakers <laughs> and, and keep it interesting. Um, but it's just a, I'm so overwhelmed. Um, I didn't think I would become 
such a uh, podcaster, but now I am literally a podcast junkie. <laughs> That was me slapping my my vein here for those listening on the podcast. It's another sound maker, noise maker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you were talking about radio too. And I, I think that's a question a lot of people get around podcasting and radio. So can you talk a little bit about how you're on those as well as the podcast? And is that something special you're doing? Well, so I've got buddies that have a radio show that they take their radio show and then just have it podcast, you know, like... Like, like I listen to ESPN.com all the time and they're talking about, oh, listening to ESPN podcast. was just a replay of the live show. Mine's different. I, these 17 AM FM stations that we have these shows on, it's, I have an hour show to do whatever I want with it. And if I want to insert ads, I can, and all the ad revenue crap is mine. I get about 75,000 hits to the, uh, the radio station's website per hour. But what I do, it's my, it's a replay of my podcast. So, mm-hmm. I don't have the, uh, you know, breaks every 11 to 12 minutes. I'm not doing, like, I got a buddy who's in 12 markets, but it's uh, he runs a Facebook Live, but he's not interacting during those markets, and it's not really good video. Me, I'm a big proponent that podcasting, you, I, you've got to take that first as an audio episode. I mean, I have video. We do video because I think YouTube is, you've got to be on video these days to really help you double your audience. But it's just we, we focus on providing about 50 minutes of good content and then we fill the other 10 minutes in. If my show's a little bit less than that, we'll add some different ads in or do some mini episodes. And it's just, hey, we, we crank it out 9 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We got, you know, so we got three episodes that go out each week there in the morning. And then we also have those same three episodes repeat Friday, Saturday, Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And so it hits a little di- different demographic audience out there. But we're seeing an increase as people are subscribing. Um, our downloads are going up and we set a record of 35,000 downloads in one month for our little show. Um, you know, we're getting our boost to our website, having over 12,000 people hit our website a month. Um, and then just, it's just, it's we're I'm getting people from all over the place reaching out to we're in 130 countries. People are listening awesome. to it as well. So radio has been a great way because especially when you know what your audience is, like I have an older audience because it's, you know, our Listeners, 35 to 65, um, 75 to 250 in income, college educated. So they're really not hanging out on Instagram and Twitter or TikTok or anything like that these days. (laughs) And so they do listen to the radio and it's worked out really well. We're seeing an influx in the 17 markets that these stations are in from that area that were people wouldn't watch on YouTube or wouldn't listen to a podcast, but they're still getting our information. And so that's, I'm a big advocate of if you're a podcaster, you're a, whether it's audio or video or both, you, we all run shows. We're all in the media aspect. And I just, I'm a, I'm like a spider. I want to like try to, you know, throw my web everywhere. So people, I can capture them somewhere. That's awesome. When it, and a lot of the podcast listeners are actually educated and have, you know, make over 75 K themselves. So that's great. It's totally in your, your niche of what your, your targeted audience is. Cha-ching. I know this guy. <laughs> And, um, and so tell me, is that a unique relationship you've created? Or did you find a particular radio station? Like, how did you set that up? Because I know a lot of people syndicate automatically through their media hosts, but not necessarily to radio. Uh, it was a podcaster. It was a podcaster. I met at an event. Jim Beach actually put me onto it uh-huh. at an event last uh, in Tampa at the last at the Tampa New Media Summit. Oh, I remember he was he was saying he had some spots, right? He had yeah, some spots. And so I talked with him about it and I saw the opportunity there. Most people take like one hour a week. And I'm like, I'm I'm cranking out three to five episodes a week. And so I'm like, uh what's it what's it gonna cost me to do three spots? 
you know, and they had Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday available. So I gobbled those up. And then I started looking and seeing the numbers after three months. I said, well, do you have any other spots? And like, well, not during the day, but we got some later at night. And I was like, well, let's, let's do it on the weekends and let's see what we do there. And it's, uh, it's actually been one of our cheapest ways to expand our audience uh, on it because it's, uh, it's all online. A guy from Newport, Ritchie, Florida handles all that across the different markets like Long Beach and Tampa Bay. And then you got some smaller markets in there too, but it's just, uh, it's been a, an amazing thing. And now I can say I'm a syndicated radio host as well, as long as being a podcaster. Yes, you are. You close notes and shows. So, <laughs> um, so tell me about the pot of ties. So you, you started using them, you know, what, what's, what do you like about them? I know people oftentimes will talk about the different services they work with and what do they do for you? So basically all I have to do is record my show. So I use zoom and the minute I'm done, I can just log in to their platform and just, you know, fill out the information about the episode, the title, the email to the guest, their headshot. Uh, I'll upload the audio link into their Dropbox file folder with some websites or keywords, and then they run with everything. And so they take the episode, they make, get rid of the, the pauses or the uhs. Um, they will transcribe the full episode. They'll then log into my uh, WordPress website and create a full full transcribed blog article on that episode, which really boosts my SEO with links to subscribing and links to listening to the show on to channels. They will then also, you know, you know, post it to Spotify, iTunes, any of the, all the other 20 plus platforms are on like iHeartRadio and stuff. And then they also, once it goes live, they'll also email out the, the guests who I have on with ego bait, you know, like an image that we create, they'll pull a quote, you know, take the person's headshot and create a nice um, Instagram or Facebook image and email it to them with the links to all the shows, how they can share it and go from there. And so that's really cool. That, that takes most of the work out of what I have to do. And it's for 99 bucks. Plus, I couldn't hire somebody uh, full time to do that for me uh, cheaper. So um, we do that. We love them. And what is cranking out 20 to 25 episodes. This allows us to stay really on task. I mean, there's, sometimes we fall behind a week or two in, in uploading stuff just because of travel, but, it's allowed me for almost to completely systemize my uh, podcast editing and, and to really to knock things out of the park there. And then, of course, once that's done, we also do the opposite side here, things with the video by posting to YouTube and doing Facebook Lives and then taking part of those blogs and throwing them on LinkedIn as an article and then you know creating tweets and all that whole social media stuff across Buffer and all the different platforms as well there, too. So it's a full court press on, on the social media one way or another. And you know, whether it's their eyeballs or their earballs, um, we're trying to <laughs> capture that if we can. And so do they, do they host for you too? Podetize? They do you do dynamic ad insertion or no? Do they do? I can do dynamic. I can do either baked in obviously, or I can do dynamic ad insertion, which is really nice because as we have different events that pop up and this has yeah. helped me with sponsorship too, because now I have several sponsors for the podcast because they have events going on. I can take a 30 to 45 second ad and dynamically insert it and swap it out. You know, so if they have a new event three months from now, if somebody's listening, they're not listening to the old ad, they're listening to the branding ad that's effective as today on an episode that was six months ago. Awesome. So they really love that. Yeah, and I really loved, I've learned a lot from Scott Jazz. If you're listening, you should totally ask this guy. He's like, he's got all these hacks for doing your show. He's brilliant. And he's also been in, on both my shows. <laughs> Every episode, I'm like, taking notes, right? He's just really smart at this stuff. Well, so, I've, I've got some great, you're phenomenal as well. I mean, if they listen to you. the show that you had, I had you on mine. I, I mean, I got a lot of people like, 
those are like 12 tools that are awesome. I don't know why I renamed the episode because it was so awesome. But I think that's the beautiful thing about podcasters, though, is we're all really sharing tools and tricks and and things out there to help us save time and expand our audience. So. It's so true. It's it's fabulous. And one of the things you've done that I think is fascinating is you've really you've taken the stuff that you're doing in the podcast and you've integrated it with all the other platforms. So like you're doing with radio, I've seen you also do that with social and you were talking about having even like local tying into your business locally. Can you speak a little bit about some of that stuff that you've been doing? Cause I think it's so cool. So doing. I've always, when I mean doing so much videos, I think I've got about 2000 videos on YouTube or Vimeo. And so one of the things that we do is we track analytics and, and it'll show us where people are watching, you know, their top cities or the, uh, suburbs of cities for the last four or five years, I want to go where people know my name. So I want to go where people, and that was a cheers commercial right there. Everybody wants to know. Is it a song? Yeah. yeah. Wanna go you want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. yeah. So, we, <laughs> so we check the top 30 markets on a regular basis of where people are watching our stuff. And so we cater our marketing to those areas. So we'll target um, one of the things that we do, I have a, a speaker booker that goes and looks for real estate investment clubs in those top 30 markets on the calendar. Say, hey, do you need a speaker to come out and speak at one of your events? And so what we'll do is we'll find those events or find conferences are going on. Then I'll look to get spoke, speaking at those events and then we'll send out marketing. Hey, I'm coming to your town and either a, here's a discount code to coming to a conference or a summit or, you know, have a beer on me at the event that night. And then we'll do a live episode usually with a local investor or something like that. They're locally the, either the day before or the day afterwards to really kind of, I'd like to say kill two birds with one stone. And it allows for our local audience to really be excited about hanging out with us, you know, and that way we're really maximizing the most of our events and, and our, our travel trips to focus on those markets where we're going to have the biggest bang for the buck. So and you also use repurpose, right? Like I just, I just got it from you because I was like, I got to get repurpose. Uh, I'm sorry, not repurpose. You use repurpose too, but you also use Live Leap. And I'm going to talk about repurpose in a minute, but let's talk about Live Leap for um, log and sending it over to talk about how you're using that for sharing it across platform. So if you've got different groups that you own or different business profiles, I know many of us have different entities or different business pages. Live Leap is a real cool thing that will recognize when you do a Facebook Live. I'll give you an example. If I go live on the Note Closer Show Facebook page, Live Leap will recognize that and will automatically share it to my personal page, my business or my entrepreneur page, and any other pages that I own. And they will also share it to any groups that I'm an admin on that I can select. I can plug and play. It'll also share it to Twitter and say, hey, Scott Carson is going live. It'll also share it to LinkedIn and say, Scott Carson is going live here. So that's a real cool thing that I love Live Leap is it'll share it once and it'll automatically go do it. You don't have to worry about, oh, hang on a second. Let me hit the share button on my phone, on my smartphone while your guest is sitting there like, what the heck are you doing? So that's what I like. It just kind of helps spread the word so I don't have to worry about going in and manually sharing it and go from there. Now, one of the things I, I do is I, I even use Restream uh, uh, now more so. I found actually some better effects instead of me going like doing a Facebook live from uh, zoom, I'll just do it via zoom. The video quality is a little bit better. I'll download the video. I'll use restream.io to reshare it live to the group. Lively picks it up and then reshares across the board. And that way, if I'm traveling, I can still release an episode like I'm here in the office and people don't know when I'm gone. That's fantastic. So is that, it's a different software to restream.io. Yeah. It's a different software. Uh, okay. on, it's online. 
Like we, when I traveled, I went, uh, Steph and I went to Europe for a month. And so I manually loaded 30 videos in there. And once a, once a week, I would log in and just swap out the five events. And so every day at 11 o'clock, I had a different podcast episode video that went live. So people thought I was still in Austin doing videos when I'm over in Spain having tapas. That's amazing. Isn't it? Technology is so wonderful. I love it. Love it. You gotta I love, love it. it. It's ridiculously cheap. I think refresh. I think I pay forty bucks a month. Um, Live leap. I think it's fifteen bucks a month or something like that. Is cheap. Yeah, nineteen. Uh, I just got it yesterday. Nine, nine, <laughs> exactly. Twenty bucks. It's cheap. Twenty bucks. Yeah. And then even uh, repurpose that. I think I pay fifteen bucks a month for that too. It's a pretty cool tool as well. Yeah, repurpose is awesome. So, and you're also using Live Leap. It sounds like because for your local groups too, like you're sharing locally and you know with the way your business is set up, which I think is great. So when we know our markets, we went out and created Facebook groups in those markets. Like there's a, uh, I'm, I'm big in New York. I have a big audience in New York, so we have a New York note closers group. Awesome. We have a Houston note closers group, so we automatically share those videos there, and it, those kind of help organically grow those areas as people will opt in and go from there. It's fantastic. And you were talking about repurpose. So um, repurpose is fantastic. If you have an RSS feed, it'll automatically actually serve it up as video and on YouTube. You can put it, I use binge TV. It goes over there. There's different places you can send it. So talk about, can you talk a little bit about how you're using it? And I know you gave a tip on a podcast, the podcast on purpose episode where you were saying something about how you change the name when you're going to YouTube too, that was important. I thought I felt was an important little nugget. Yeah, so uh, repurpose Hani Mora, who's out of uh, Toronto, just a software god. He's done it. He created a software that it'll, it'll recognize recognize when you do a Facebook Live. It'll pull that video off your Facebook Live, and then it, it, you can set it up to automatically or manually share the video directly to YouTube. So that saves you hours of editing, so you don't have to worry about Facebook downloading it and then re-uploading it. You can just hit a couple buttons, change the title, add your keywords, links. And it'll automatically do it for you relatively easy. But you can do it now. He's added a new thing where... Um, IG, right? IG. Where it'll allow it to go... He, you, he can create those wonderful audiograms. If you've just got an audio podcast, you, you can plug and play your artwork into an, uh, a custom image. And then it becomes a video that you can upload to Instagram TV or Instagram uh, Live. Um, along with also structuring it so it can go on LinkedIn or Facebook Stories. So... Just a few buttons and, and tweaks, um, especially if you're pulling from Facebook. If you can go on to your business page, your video on your business page, and select for the captions to play, it'll pull the captions and put them directly into the video on YouTube for you. That's amazing. And I know you're saying not to you wait before you do your YouTube post, right? Because you need a different name or something. Can you talk a little bit about that? That was interesting. Um, I just make sure that the, what I will use, the podcast episode is usually pretty, they're pretty similar, but I'll use vidIQ. Um, to double check and if, see if I need to tweak the name on YouTube so it does a little bit better as far as, as SEO. And so that's one thing. I might change the name or title up of that on YouTube so it, it, so it gets a little bit better uh, organic reach. The, the, you know, uh, my podcast, when it goes on iTunes or Spotify, stuff like that, doesn't really matter. I mean, it does a little bit, but the vidIQ stuff really comes in handy to help me boost my YouTube views each month. So it's amazing. I love, I love your whole system. You like the, the genius on the back end. Of I'm, not genius. I'm not a genius. <laughs> I'm not a genius. I'm not the, the, the wizard of Oz. I don't believe you. I'm not that I, gullible. I'm <laughs> like I listen to you and I've been to PodFest and listen to people there and been a podcast movement and try just to try to, you know, when I hear something, I mean, uh, you, I've learned from you, Thomas Olmstead, Sean oh, Douglas. Yeah. 
You know, when they give a nugget, I try to go and implement that nugget within 24 to 48 hours so that it can, it can really, um, it, most of them is really easy to do with just a few buttons and, and taking some time to learn it. Yeah. And Sean kicked off today, which is great. And Thomas actually, when he was speaking at one of the previous new media summits, I was like furiously taking notes. If you get to ever talk to him, he's amazing. What's his show? Do you know Thomas Umstead? Novel marketing. Novel, Novel marketing. marketing. Yeah. He's brilliant. Oh, he's here in Austin. So I'm like trying to book with him, even though he's on the opposite side of Austin. That's <laughs> an awesome don't travel just from north to south. The traffic's so bad. But yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's got, I've, you know, I've done a couple of meetup groups here locally, started our own podcasting meetup group. He showed up a couple of times and always try to pick his brain and just, it's just a phenomenal, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Everybody's just giving most of the time and it's a, it's a great family and a great group of people. He's so good. He's so good. So let me ask you this, how, if you hadn't done podcasting, you hadn't brought that into your life, like what is the shift that it's made for you to have your podcast? Like imagine your business without it and your business with it. What do you feel like the big gift is with podcasting? So it just, it's more, it's more listeners. So two things I did a, uh, I, I'm, I track numbers like crazy. I know. That's why I'm asking you the question. <laughs> yeah. You should not have asked me this question. <laughs> Before my podcast, I would get about 3,000 to 3,500 hits to my website each month. When I started the podcast, a year into my podcast, I was averaging 9,000 the wow. first year. That's We're up to about 12,000 hits. So I rank really high. I actually rank higher for my sponsors' keywords than they do most of the time. So that's that, that tells you right there. It's, it's, it's added a whole month, six figures of revenue. Um, annually with our memberships and sponsorships and boosting in our, our coaching sales and workshop sales. Um, that, I mean, that's just it. I mean, we've always done video. I've never been scared to be and be the idiot on TV. Uh, I guess you could say it just adds a whole different realm of people that are listening out there that I didn't have to beforehand. I mean, if you think the fact, you know, there's what 760,000 podcasts, 3000 new podcasts a, a week or something like that, but only 18% of the ones that are around have produced a new episode in the last six months. It's still a huge, huge amount of opportunity for though. And you just got to stick with it. I mean, that's the thing. Like I've always done training videos. I've done, always done a lot of videos. So that didn't really change much, but it just helped me take that videos to a whole different level that I never expected. So, yeah, you've been really good. I know when I was on your show, you're like, you need to do video. You need to, yeah, like just do it. It's there. You might as well do it. And I'm like, I don't want to, have to do my hair and put on my makeup and and I'm I'm I've been converted. I'm doing some video now. You know what the one God made for that called a ball cap. All right, is that uh, what it is? Put your a show brush. on the, put, put, you know, get your like you know spiritual entrepreneur podcast. That's a brilliant idea. I might just have to do that. Logoup.com, baby. <laughs> like I ordered hats, one hat for almost every different color shirt I wear. That's so I brilliant. To- yeah, another tip. Yeah, so maybe I'll I'll just have two hats, one for one show, one for the other. Um, Spiritual Entrepreneur Day, Podcast on Purpose Day, maybe even like WTV Day, put them both on. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Um, so if you uh, could inspire, let's say the person who's listening in is either, you know, has their show and they've been pod fading or um, they're like loving podcasting and they just are like, God, I really want to be a podcaster, but I haven't you know, I'm not sure that I have what it takes or they have any kind of consideration. What would you say? Get started now. What you have to realize is the biggest mistake most people make is they try to go too wide, try to be something to everybody, pick a topic. That doesn't mean you can't do like multiple shows, but just pick a topic and identify that person. And every time you're doing an episode, think that you're speaking to that one person, not that you're speaking to thousands or 
and avoid the uh, the, pot, the keeping up with the Jones. You know, your show is going to be different than my show. So don't try to compare your downloads to somebody else's downloads because they may have more of experience. They may have more marketing. Just focus and realize that, hey, if you've got 10 people, that's 10 people that listen to you. Those are the real loyal listeners. you got 100, 1,000. It takes time. Uh, success does not happen overnight. And just realize, hey, just, just keep cranking it out and realize as it grows. I, I've always, the, the biggest thing I guess you could say is Gary Vaynerchuk said years ago that if you do a video or marketing piece and one person reads that or sees that, you've, you, it's success. It's one person more and it just grows. And so that's one thing that I've always kept in mind. Like, uh, if, it's, if I'm up by one more this month than last month, we've succeeded. It's been a good month. And so that's the thing. Just don't it's, and and take pull your head out of your ass. It's not that difficult. <laughs> you can use Zoom like we are. You could use BeLive.tv. You could use do Facebook Lives or uh, or other things to to get the episodes out. Just get them filmed. Get them cranking. Um, we've always taken the approach that when I walk into my office each day, the first hour is going to be marketing of some sort of either me doing an episode or me appearing as a guest on somebody else's show and listening to their ten people or their hundred people as a way of, of communicating and sharing the message and, and just be yourself. You, I can't be Debbie. Debbie can't be me. We try that. that men. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing, right? That's so true. I love that. And if there was, there were a person or like it's, you said, Gary V, but if there was someone that inspired you like back in the day when you're starting your show, was there some podcaster or someone that said something to you that inspired you? And, and what was that? Do you remember? Kevin Harrington. Really? Honestly. Okay. The Shark Tank. Yeah, guy. I was in an event in San, in Las Vegas, and I'd always, like I said, I'd done webinars and uh, Facebook Lives or uh, Google Plus Lives every Monday night with my my my, my tribe. But when he come out and say and say the wave of the next decade is going to be video. The more videos you can do now, the biggest that's going to have the biggest impact because people just don't have patience. They would rather listen to you or watch you versus read. And, and, and so start doing stuff now. And so that, when I came home, November 1st, 2016 is when I did my first Facebook live and we committed to it. And then eight months later, that's when we started the podcast. And, um, that's, I have to give him credit for it. You know, whether he knows it or not, that was that inspiration. And I was like, well, he's a much smarter guy than I am. And so I'm going to listen to him and put my, uh, my mental hurdles, my mental shortcomings. Oh, I can't do that away and just, just do it. And, now it's, uh, you know, three plus, it's almost, you know, Wally, almost three years to the day. Um, we're well, two years and 11 months to the day <laughs> when this is going live that I heard him speak. And so That's I amazing. might have to send him a message today for somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Cause you never know who your Kevin's going to be like, so be, be, be the Kevin for someone else. Right. And hopefully this will be a Kevin moment for you. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast that you'll be inspired by Scott, um, to, to step into that. Because, you know, the ripple effect's huge. Like the people that Scott's touched on my audiences is amazing. His audiences, things he's taught me, um, we all, we all learn from each other. So um, hopefully you'll pick up the microphone and run with it (laughs) if you're feeling inspired. So um, if you could uh, leave them with a piece of advice, just like, what would be it? Their piece Piece of advice. Okay. Here's what I would do. If you were, if I was having to start all over, the first thing I would do to make the biggest bang for my buck is I would sit down and write out uh, 20 to 30 episodes, just ideas. And they don't have to be 30 minutes long, an hour long, 15 minutes long, eight minutes long. I've had episodes of all sorts. Just film them. Just 
getting the, getting the momentum of filming them. Um, you know, I do, I do it every day now because I've gotten a habit of doing it for years, but if you're struggling, not everybody feels good. Nobody has a happy face. You got your makeup or hair. Just sit down on a Saturday or a Friday or a Sunday and just crank them out, crank three or four out, take a break, crank out three or four more. Cause once you get in the momentum, it's not gonna be that hard to do, but especially if you're intimidated or scared about that, that, you know, that devil on your shoulder is going to whisper in your ear and you're not going to get around to doing it. So just get in a crank it out and you realize, Oh, it is great. And then you launch 10 or 20 of them. And then you'll start seeing more downloads as people are binging to you. And that'll be all positive wins to hopefully keep you doing it and going forward. It's great advice. I love it. And if they want to find you today, where would they go? Uh, really easy. Just go to my website, weclosenotes.com. I got all sorts of stuff there. You can find all our podcast episodes and the, you know, all the different events that we're doing. And that's one of the easiest things. We close notes.com opt in there. You can always, uh, if you see my name tag or watching this here, you can always text the word notes N O T S to 72,000. You want to learn more about what we do as a, as a real estate investor. And that'll opt you in to our, uh, um, our world, I guess you could say. Yeah, so if you're looking at this right now on the live cast, you'd actually see he has his name, Scott Carson, text notes to 72,000, which is brilliant. It's a <laughs> yet another tip. Anyway, Scott, I just, I could talk to you forever. I always learn so much with you um, and from you. So thank you so much for being a part of International Podcast Day. Thank you so much for being the inspiration behind us doing this for International Podcast Day and just being you. I just adore you. Hey, same here, dear. And you just keep rocking. Thanks for thanks for running with it. I'm glad you're doing it. And I think it's a good thing. And if you're listening to this, do Debbie a favor. She's put a lot of work into this. Go on over to both of her podcasts and leave a five-star review and tell her how much you love you. Uh, you love her for doing this. That would be uh, always a good thing when we get reviews. And so do that for Debbie. And do that for Scott too. We close notes. Check it out. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. there. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast, but not been sure what type of equipment to use? Well, I got you covered. If you'd like to get a free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide, you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com. Thanks so much for joining in the conversation today. We will see you next time on Podcast on Purpose.